Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarkhead Speaks, Jared and Bob here. Um, so, literally right before I jumped on here, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw something and I literally said, what the fuck? That's, that's weird. Um, apparently, Kurt Cobain's daughter and Tony Hawk's son just got married. Apparently they've been an item for a while. What um she got a weird name. What who is she? Found it. Francis Bean. Francis Bean, yeah. I'm assuming it's a kid with Courtney Love. Um, I think so. I was like, unless Cobain was with someone like before her. Um Riley Hawk. Yeah, Riley Hawk, the son of Tony Hawk. Um, so th- this came from Jerry News, oh, which is fuck. just this another dude, one of those. He, ooh, ooh. <laughs> he's like a shitty a version of be- his dad. No, he looks like a mix between like Jesus and a trailer. Oh, the picture I I have of him, he looks relatively normal. He's got a shaved head and like a goatee. Yep. I see that one. (laughs) Yeah, it's like him and uh, Francis Bean are taking a selfie in a mirror. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's the picture that I saw. Looks like a normal dude. They both look like normal people. But like... Does it get more random than that? Would you believe me if I told you that she was art? <clears throat> she's thirty-one now, and she's was married one already for three years. Yeah, I mean, I guess I believe anything. <laughs> she was married at age twenty-two. Wonder why I didn't work out. To uh, Bob Bernquist's son, <laughs> Isaiah Silva, who is a singer. I don't know much about him. Weird. Things didn't work out with a musician. Or just the, the 22 year um, getting married. Yeah, at just being married at 22. Yeah, big surprise. Weird. Wonder what went wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then so to make it even weirder, right? I in the, the Jerry News Instagram post, their wedding on October 7th was officiated by Michael Stipe who is the lead singer of R.E.M. <laughs> like, you know, R.E.M.'s one of those bands where I couldn't, so I'm going to be careful about my words. Man on the I Moon, couldn't, that's the I couldn't, only song that I know. I couldn't name one song that R.E.M. sings, wrote, yeah, plays, produced. <clears throat> but I hear about them all the time. And I yeah. definitely like know their music. I just don't know that it's REM. Like, they, yeah. like they can't be good. I mean, I think they, they must have been. Po- they must fine. have been popular at some point. Like, they must have been. Yeah, like, they were huge. They were huge in like the. I want to say like the seventies, maybe like the, the late seventies. Let's see, REM. Band. Um. Oh wow! Yeah. So they were formed in nineteen eighty. So they were. 
So they must have been like they must have got like the MTV bump. Yeah. Oh, this that is so weird. So but now it makes sense as to why he was there. So in the early 1990s, other alternative rock acts like Nirvana and Pavement viewed REM as a pioneer of the genre. Uh, so apparently REM was alternative rock. <clears throat> yeah, they probably were alternative rock. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were not grunge. Right, right. Yeah. So then Nirvana just more alternatively well they seattle see seattle took alternative yeah gave it flannel and depression yeah <laughs> and rain mix mix in some rage yeah and i didn't say that just because of rage against me they're not grunge i don't know what the fuck they were uh um, yeah they were weird they were all i would call them alternative bro. they're alternative that's fucking yeah. for damn sure yeah um yeah so you mix that in and then you ended up with grunge yeah. Hmm. So so when I looked up uh, Francis Bean, this is good. People also ask. This is always good on on Google. <laughs> <clears throat> Does Kurt Cobain's daughter remember him? That's a little <laughs> bit morbid. <laughs> Does Francis Bean Cobain like her mom? I mean, does anyone like her mom? Yeah, it's probably not. Why is Kurt Cobain's daughter named Bean? That's fair. Did did Kurt Cobain love his family? <laughs> uh, tough to know. Up. Yeah, that's a fucked up question. <laughs> Died at 27 when he allegedly shot himself yeah. in the head. Yeah. I think I wrote a paper in high school about how he didn't do it. <clears throat> yeah, it was Courtney Love, right? That's the conspiracy that she shot him. Yeah. Well, I think she's the easy target, but it was like it came down to like the dynamics of like he wouldn't have been able to do it the way that they said that he did it. Yeah, because I mean, not to get super morbid on it, but he swallowed a shotgun. And I think the argument was his arm is long enough. His arm wasn't long enough to pull the trigger from yeah, the shotgun so, at whatever angle it was. That yeah, the, whatever it was. Yeah. Like his arm yeah. wasn't like in the again, this is I remember. <laughs> I, I remember parts of it. Yes, his arm wasn't long enough, nor would he have actually been able to like do it. I think right. like I think not only was it it's it was too hard to pull the trigger, I think. Yeah. Because it's because that's the other thing too, is it's like um like a shotgun trigger, you can't just like brush against it and it goes off. Like you right, need to yeah. actually pull one of those. Whatever uh poundage the it's fucking, not a fucking paintball gun <laughs> right 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 yeah like i don't know i don't know what the what the pounded or the bad well, i don't know what you would call it i'm not a big gun guy matter. but like if you call it psi right like because i know you can you can set different um oh, like you can set different I, i'm just i'm gonna sound like a retard and call it poundage I mean, but you, you are can, talking on here yeah. so i mean you can have about? like a three pound trigger or you can have like a 10 pound trigger. It just means like the amount of force you need to put yeah. on the trigger for it to go. And then the other, other piece I remember was with allegedly the amount of volume or whatever the fuck he was on. He wouldn't have been like, he would have been incapacitated. 
like right. by whatever. Yeah. I think it was Valium. He wouldn't have been able, like he would have been a fucking puddle. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Where was Courtney Love when Kurt died? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going through the REM list of songs. Um, I'm currently in E. And, oh, nope. I spoke too soon. Everybody Hurts. So that's the first song. I got uh, all the way to E, and that's the first song that I know from REM. Like I said, I know I knew Man on the Moon coming in, but that was the only one that I could name. Um, Everybody Hurts is one. Um. Why do I think too that that song is not indicative of their oh losing my religion? That's um, okay. Yep, I know that. That one. I know. I know that song. Yep. Uh, so that would be. Oh, it's the end of the three. world as we know it. Okay. Oh, they sang that song. I mean, oh, unless for some reason it's under them on YouTube and it's not them. Yeah, no, I mean it's it I believe it. That's um Independence Day. <laughs> Wasn't that like the the song for that movie? I don't remember Independence I, I mean I don't I don't Independence Day is not a movie that I actually remember. Actually any of the movies from right around then, Con Air, Armageddon, I don't remember any of those movies. Yeah. Armageddon was fine. I remember that. I mean, I'm sure if I went back and watched it now, I'd be like, this probably sucks. Suck. <laughs> but I remember at the time, I really enjoyed it. Like in my head, through my memory, like Armageddon was a good movie, right? But I haven't watched it in, I don't know, at least 10 years, <laughs> if not more. Yeah, it's like one of those things, too, where you kind of wonder, like, how'd that even happen? Like, that's such a random, right? Like, Kurt Cobain's daughter and Tony Hawk's son. I mean, yeah, the, they, they are children of famous people. But, like, other than that, Man. like, that's basically where the connections end. Like, yeah. Tony Hawk seems like a really, like, regular guy. Um, if you believe all the stuff I do uh, that he puts out where he's like all the stories where he walks around and people tell him that he looks like Tony Hawk and he just like plays along with it. And is like, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> like, uh, he seems like a pretty good guy. Um, also, like he's a skateboarder, right? Like, I can't imagine there are many like cocksucker skateboarders. Right, especially from the '90s and the 2000s, I'm sure there might be some now. No, there's got to be a few well, because now, most yeah, people that are dealers. fucking, you know, 27 or below are cocksuckers anyway. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, we don't know who they are, right? We don't know who the divas were. I mean, Tony Hawk's cool. Bob Rehnquist is cool. Um, who did the Christ there? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the. There was a guy, from... Mark something, Mark O'Meara. He was BMX though. No, um, 
right? Dave Mira. Dave Mira. Marco Mira was a golfer. Oh, okay. <laughs> 98 Masters. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Dave Mira. Yeah. yeah, Dave Mira is dead. Oh, shit. He uh, died? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, that sucks. Matt Hoffman's still alive. Yeah, Matt Hoffman was one. Travis Pastrana? I mean, I think he was He was, was he Moto X. He was after them, though, right? Like, he was after that whole... Like Tony um, Hawk. I think he's younger than Tony Hawk. Because, I, I mean, look it up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Hawk is like 60. Dave Mira dead. Tony Hawk is 55. Yeah. So he's almost Yeah, Tony 60. Hawk's old. What's Brian Deegan doing these days? Do you remember him? <laughs> is he alive? He is alive. Wow. He's a guy that I would not expect to be alive. <laughs> it's like wow. Bam Margera. Brian Deegan. Yeah, but Bam. So the other thing with Bam, he wasn't that good at skateboarding. Like he was no. never an X Games athlete. No, no. He was a jackass athlete. Yeah. Um, Brian Deegan's 50. Bucky Lassick. Bucky. I'm going to go to the, oh, Mike Metzger. Is he alive? How are these dudes still alive? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bucky Lassick is 50. I'm going to go to the Tony Hawk. Pro the, pro, the pro skater roster. I have it so, right here. Kareem, it was Kareem Campbell in that. Yeah, Jesus Christ! How the fuck do you remember that? Dude, so it's the featured. Have you yeah, fucking met me? There are ten. There are ten skaters on the roster. Rune Glifberg, Christ yeah. Air. Yeah. Oh, he was the Christ Air guy. Yeah. Uh, Bob Brinquist, Kareem Campbell, Rune Glifberg, obviously Tony Hawk, Bussy Lasket, Bucky Lassick, Chad Muska. He was another one. Chad Muska. Yep. He was good. Um, Andrew Reynolds, Jeff Rowley. Alyssa Steamer and Jamie Thomas. Yep. Huh. And they're all old as shit now. Yeah, well, I mean that 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 game came out in what? 1999. 99. And they were established then. Yeah. So Tony Hawk is significantly older than the rest of these guys i mean bucky lassick is 50 but bob burnquist is 47 chad muska's 46 rune glifberg's 49 so like tony hawk i guess was kind of older i suppose compared to everybody else yeah i mean like i don't really know who his contemporaries would have been it was way too long ago. That's the thing. Yeah. Where do you do the 900? I feel like that was probably like 2002. 99. Oh, wow. Yeah, the remember first, it? The first 900 was 99. I remember like he went off of like the massive vert ramp. 
it was like fucking 50 feet high or something stupid yeah. like so that. so when he did the 900 i actually for, i forgot about this because I, I wasn't watching it. i eh, i definitely wasn't watching it live i was only nine at the time he failed it 10 times regulations like over whatever and then one announcer goes we just make up the rules as we go along and then he hits the 900 yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny Yeah. I mean, there you have it. Um, one of the things I was going to say, I was going to tangent when I was talking about, or when we were talking about, uh, like the divas and like most like young fucking people, whatever being cunts or whatever. Um, I had a meeting with my boss and my boss's boss yesterday just to like check in and get back up to speed. Cause I go back to work in two weeks and, um, we're hiring again and we are going to be. And my boss's boss was telling me that someone put on their resume, like, so we, we have a salary range when we post the job. I think it's 65 to 85 is the range that we post. Um, and she goes, this is again, this is my boss's boss. She runs the entire East coast. She goes, can you believe that someone with no experience other than an internship, like whatever, four years ago, um, is requesting like over $85,000 for their yeah, salary. I and I, my, that was my response. I was like, yes, I can't because they're probably 25 years old and they don't really understand how this works. <laughs> well, on the other side of things, though, don't ask, don't get. Well, yeah, right. And like, I can respect that. I can respect that part of it for sure. Um, yeah. So, in fairness, so not that I want to defend a faceless person, we don't know what they're thinking. Again, it can be yeah. ask high, settle low. It could be like they might not, like they might just like check. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. how much do you expect to make this? And they're like, well, yeah. we don't pay you that. It's like, whoa. Like my boss has said that people have submitted their like applications requesting like $120,000. And he's like, the salary range is posted 65 to 85. And someone see, puts down so, requesting 120. See, that's what makes me think that it's just like, hey, well, this is the end of the the top of the salary range. It's like, well, what do you, what do you, what do you want to make? Cause, cause yeah. that's the other thing too is like, it's a stupid fucking. It's a stupid game when you're not hiring like a current professional because you're posting the job. You've provided parameters. Why the fuck are you asking what they expect to make? And it's like, again, you want that info so that you know, like screening. I, I get that part. Right. But it's also like a weird part. Or I'm sorry. It's it's a it's a weird thing to put a lot of stock into. Now the person that puts 120, in my opinion, now luckily I don't hire for I don't I don't hire for a real company. Someone puts 120, they don't get an interview. Right. I don't have 120. You want 120? I don't have that. I'm gonna uh, hold hold that thought. I got to code Brown big time. 
I'll be right back. Right, I'm just going to uh I'm just gonna filibuster on hiring and the hiring process. Um and that's like the 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 funny thing about like some of the hiring shit. Someone walks in, they go, oh, you know, here's here's a salary range, and they went, was that 35k? They went 35k above it. It's like, I'm not gonna bother interviewing you. Now I'm again, I'm probably sure that's again some type of HR or some type of violation. I don't know. Maybe it's discrimination. I can't really tell. I know you can't ask people their age and shit, which is fine. But, you know, I'm not going to really dog someone too hard. If the salary range says from 65 to 85, why would you put 66, 67? That doesn't make any fucking sense. So, yeah, it's like when someone puts 85, it's like, that. well, that's what you put on the application. Why wouldn't they ask for the maximum that they can especially when you put like again when you put it out there it's like what what do you expect they're not going to go below the number that's for damn sure and then it's like if they do if they go below the number then they'll probably get criticized for not valuing themselves or devaluing you know the interview or their their own experience whatever so I don't know. It's a tough one to the seller question is always tough because when you ask someone what they want to make, they might have an idea, but they might not have an idea. And if they don't know what you're offering and you give them what you're offering, it's like, and they stay in the parameters and yeah, it's like, what what do you expect? And that's why I don't, I don't love it as a real, um, not talking point, but like real evaluation point. Um, whereas it could be a screening process. I like it as a screener, not really like an evaluator. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird situation to kind of like put somebody in, especially because, I mean, I don't, obviously I haven't had to look for a job in a long time, but almost like, you almost need to like tell these people, hey, this is what we're looking at. And, you know, we'll make an offer within that range based on you, your experiences, and your predicted role here. And someone with more experiences or more skills, they get more towards the 85. Someone with less skills or no skills, but yet you're still hiring them. They come in at 65 and then you just give them their growth plan and you figure it out from there. I handled it. What I miss? Everything. <laughs> oh shit! But we're, we're moving on. <laughs> we're, we're moving on from uh from from hiring and salaries. Oh yeah, <laughs> and stupid young people. Be- because I just well, that didn't go that route. But you'll have to listen, I guess. <laughs> um, no, I didn't go that route. But I kind of laid everything out, and I'm not repeating myself. So that's fair. I also hate repeating myself. It's one of the things that I loathe the most. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. All right. Well, you solved the hiring crisis, apparently. So. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of, I don't know. It's one of those things. How do you solve? You can't solve the hiring thing. No. No, no you know how you solve the hiring thing? Know someone. And then it's yeah, like- you just, you hire people that you know, right? You don't have a process. You just hire people that you're connected to. Imagine that if if hiring turned into like almost like golf club membership where it's like 
certain jobs where it's like <laughs> like with without you know not not put so eloquently like most of these clubs can come up with better ways usually it's like uh job applicants are by invitation only like we'll find yeah. you <laughs> yeah <laughs> some companies could definitely do that i'm sure that's illegal but some they could definitely run it in that way like um yeah no like we don't take open applicants like we'll like if we're if we're looking for you we'll find you i mean i feel like although i guess it's the same as like an internal search but yeah. no internals within the company i don't i i feel like when it comes to certain positions like when it comes to like executive level positions i feel like that's fair game like i feel like the, yeah, because you know what, because you know the what you're hiring get. process, like quote unquote, like goes out the window. You know, if I'm looking for a job and I see like, oh, CEO of this company, mm-hmm. here's my application. I'm yeah, not exactly. getting it, but here you go. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, why are we doing this? We're only gonna hire another fucking C-suite member, like right, right. And they can like be at you... a different company, but it's like again, if you if you are uh um, say you sell uh packaging. Like that's what your company does. You sell the packaging and you need a new CEO. Well, you start within. If you don't like what you have within, you're going to go to the three or four other packaging companies. Right. Like who do you got? Yeah. And if you're big enough, you can do shit like that. Right. Right. Small companies don't do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I feel like it's it's like I said when it gets to that executive level, right? Because if you're looking for a, you know, a, a CMO, right, the chief marketing officer, like you're gonna go to someone in another company who's maybe like the global president of marketing, right? And then you're gonna hire them as your CMO, right? Like you're not gonna do that, the song and dance of oh, I'm gonna accept applications for a, no. a CMO position. Nope. Because you're going to get jabronis like the fucking 23-year-old fresh out of college. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I deserve to be a CMO. CMO. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be a good job. (laughs) I think I I would flourish as a CMO. Yeah, yeah. With my vast knowledge of four years in college with no real-world experience, I, I am exactly, I am completely ready to run the marketing department of a company. Yes. Well, if you take a marketing class, you should have to figure it out. Well, yeah. I mean, my degree is from Yale. So obviously I'm smarter than you. So, you know, I know everything that I need to know because I went to an Ivy League. And I have $230,000 in student loan debt. <laughs> but Yale. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, post-it note. Post-it note. Yeah, for my I final s- thought. I didn't have I got one. some right here. You want one of these? Yeah, pass one over. <laughs> it's not working. I didn't have a final <laughs> thought, but now I got one. All right. Um well before we get to that, I have a funny story. So um I was hoping Jones was gonna be on the show today. He was planning on it. Um, but he texted me earlier today and said that he got sick with um whatever 
Brandy had, like Brandy had something and now he's sick and he's like, I feel like absolute dog shit. And I was like, all right, dude, no problem. Like, hope you feel better or just like die and get it over with. Like either way, <laughs> it's fine. Doesn't you know, Michael, like, Jordan, Michael Jordan want a playoff game with the flu? Yeah, yeah. This could have been his flu game. Um, so so this I think is funny because if you out there have been following politics at all in the last like couple of years, um, or listening to the show, because we've talked about it on the show, there's a character, and I will call her a character. Um, whose name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. We should start calling these politicians characters. <laughs> they uh, are. Yeah, there's a performer in Congress. Yeah, yeah. And if I've um, heard, so if I've heard of these people, they are a character. Yes. Or yes. a performer. So where is she? Is she from Georgia? I don't know. Probably. Georgia sounds right. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Nope. That was the fat fingers. Yeah, we're going with Georgia because I don't feel like typing it in again. Um, so she is a congresswoman from the state of Georgia. In the past, she has made claims that there are things such as Jewish space lasers. Excuse me? Uh, yes. She has claimed that there are things that exist that are owned by presumably the country of Israel. Um, but she referred to them as Jewish space lasers that can like fuck shit up throughout the world. This sounds like the beginning of one of the it's like an Austin Powers movie. I was going to say the bottom <laughs> tier Bond movies, but Austin <laughs> Powers is better. Yeah. <laughs> so that's absolutely ridiculous right like it sounds fucking insane well <laughs> if you thought that was fucking crazy the last week everyone knows that israel and palestine are fighting they're in like a, a pretty hot war right now they're shooting each other they've been they're... fighting since 1948 well, yeah, I know. Or actually, but probably like, since fucking 7,000 BC. I was going to say, since the Jews came back from Egypt. Um, since Moses, right? Since Moses led them <laughs> back from Egypt. They've been fighting since Moses. They've, they've been fighting. Literally, they've been fighting since Moses. Since Moses, since General Moses brought his <laughs> troops back. <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone knows, like, obviously, within the last couple of weeks, like, it's gotten, you know, we're we're at a, a high point right now in the uh, the conflict there um, that's been going on since Moses. But there was a story that came out that said Israel was concerned, and they may have to implement something that they call. The Iron Beam. So if you don't know anything about Israel, they have this thing called the Iron Dome, which is like super famous. And rightfully so, everyone thinks it's like, oh, what is it? Like fucking The Simpsons? Where like a fucking a dome just shoots out of the ground and like protects Springfield. 
no, there, there is no actual dome that comes out of the ground that covers the country of Israel. The Iron Dome is a air defense missile system that's like on fucking steroids. Like it's, it's world renowned, right? For being probably the second best. Let's be real. The United States probably has something better than the Iron Dome. Um, but I would put the Iron Dome probably at number two as far as air defense or I it's ground to air defense, right? Because the missiles are coming from the ground, but they're shooting stuff out of the air. So it's like a ground to air missile defense system. Um, number two in the world, we'll call it behind the United States. And now they're talking about something called the Iron Beam. Well, wouldn't you fucking know? Do you know what the Iron Beam is? Jewish space lasers. It's a beam of light that pulses through the sky and can be used as a weapon coming from satellites. So she, wouldn't you she, fucking she, know? She was, she was right. She was right. The crazy fucking insane congresswoman from Georgia that like three years ago claimed that there were Jewish space lasers and everyone was like, wow, this woman is fucking out to lunch. Apparently the country of Israel has fucking space lasers and she was right the entire time. Now, I don't know if that's like a good thing or a fucking terrifying thing or what, but uh. I think it's pretty fucking hilarious that Marjorie Taylor Greene was right when everyone laughed at her and called her a fucking whack job. She actually knew what she was talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Credit to her. Yeah. I guess. So, I did, uh, I did Wikipedia the Iron Dome. Yeah. Um, also, the U.S. has put 2.6 billion into. Yeah, we uh, built this it. Technology. We built it for them, which is why I'm assuming we have something that's better. <laughs> right. So like if you're going to build thing, something for another country, the one that you have is probably better. Right. So this thing's been around since 2011, mm -hmm. and obviously, again, I sound like the lunatic. When I tell you that the fucking Middle East is always at war. So since 2011, 12 years. It has been used. 2011, the Gaza-Israel conflict. 2012, Gaza-Israel conflict. 2021, Gaza-Israel conflict. <laughs> Operation Pillar of Defense, 2012. Operation Protective Edge, 2014. The Sinai Insurgency, 2011. Oh, that actually, sorry, that had nothing to do with Palestine. 2021, Israel-Palestine crisis. That's different than the other one. <laughs> Operation Breaking Dawn, 2022. Operation Shield and Arrow, 2023. Israel-Hamas War, 2023. So there was a nice little... Uh, period of time from 2014 to 2021 so there were seven years where they did not need to use the iron dome 
or at least there was nothing worth titling. Yeah. Uh, for use of the Iron Dome. That is a shitload of usage in 12 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> That's eight instances. And one of those instances happened three times. Yeah. Eight times people, in 12 years, and there was a seven-year cooldown period. <laughs> well, eight. so I guess technically it's they've used it 10 times in yeah. 12 years for 10 titled occurrences. Right. right. Never mind if someone just sends like a fucking rogue missile and the thing's like wakes up and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew. And people like, again, like I'm like, is the Middle East always at war? Oh, not like this. You sure? Because it sure as shit sounds like they are. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they use the Iron Dome like once a year. <laughs> On average. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm reading this thing. This article is from the PolitiFact, um, which I think is a relatively straightforward source. Like, I don't think they lean either. I mean, I'm sure they probably lean left more likely than they lean right because most media does, but I think PolitiFact is like relatively straightforward. Um, so this article, it says the Iron Dome costs tens of thousands of dollars per interception. However, the Iron Beam is more cost-effective with each interception costing as little as $3.50. It costs as much as a gallon of gas. <laughs> Imagine that. You spend billions of dollars of the United States money and your own money to build this like diesel fucking missile defense system that every single time you use it, it costs tens of thousands of dollars. But now you have this fucking laser beam. Hold on. This laser beam that uh, it costs $3.50 to use. Alas, despite the, uh, the, the cheap cost, it has been reported that the laser is ineffective in rainy and cloudy conditions. <laughs> well, that's because it's only three fifty to operate it. Well, yeah, <laughs> they haven't figured out how to make lasers that go through rain. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, how can you have a laser fire through water? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't yeah, make sense. <laughs> so, I mean. There's like a bunch of debate on whether or not Israel has already used the iron beam. Um, but some people have said, and I've seen some things that say like, it could be, so Israel says that they use the iron beam as a, a defensive mechanism, right? Just like the iron dome, like it's strictly for defense. It's not for offense. However, there are some people that have alluded to the possibility that the iron beam could actually be used as an offensive weapon. And they said that it's the laser isn't powerful enough to like blow shit up and cause an explosion, but it can start fires, right? Which is, if you remember, there was a fun conspiracy, not to say fun and make light of it, but there was a conspiracy in the Maui fires in Hawaii that they were started by a laser beam. Jewish space lasers? From space. They weren't necessarily the Jewish space lasers, 
but there are people that claim that the Maui why do wildfires- the, Why do the Jews hate Hawaiians? Yes, I have no idea. They didn't do anything to anybody. They're why literally they pick the Hawaii and not Germany? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, the conspiracy there is that it was the United States did it to them, to ourselves, because now the land is cheap and the government and large companies like BlackRock are going to go in and like purchase the land that's been like destroyed. That was the whole conspiracy there. I'll believe that when my shit turns purple and tastes like rainbow sherbet. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, But it's a fun, I, I enjoy, like I said, I, I always say I enjoy a good conspiracy here and there, but yeah, so they, they do say that, Again, the iron beam could be used as, as an offensive weapon, and they don't know, they being, I don't know, the media, I suppose, whether or not they have used it offensively, which again, like I said, it's not going to blow shit up, right? It's not like the fucking Dr. Evil laser beam, but or golden eye, right? It's not the golden eye laser beam, um, but it could start fires somewhere. And it could like, you know, presumably fuck some shit up, right? Like if it can create enough heat to start a fire, it might be able to fucking, I don't know, set a building on fire or something. So who knows about that? Which I have a potential personal gripe. I should sue, actually. Um, because I don't know what their their uh affinity is with the word iron but i feel like i need to sue them because <laughs> everything is iron iron I dome iron beam I, I don't think you can sue for on behalf of something that doesn't exist anymore yeah i was gonna say the company doesn't exist anymore <laughs> and it hasn't for a little bit no not since 2017 <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's gotta be like a statute of limitations or something yeah yep so for anyone that doesn't know, um, my buddy Derek and I, shout out to Derek. He has been on the show before. Uh, we used to run a company called Iron Prescription. Although technically it was Iron RX because that was our uh, LLC name. That was our official government name. But yeah, everything, all of our products were iron, right? So it was like the iron diet. The, um, you know, so we have the iron, I think it was the iron prescription was like our exercise prescription programs um iron spine was one that was like our our shtick and israel fucking it also sounds us. like the iron dome was uh created before you guys nope impossible still gonna sue i lost you for a second oh i'm here i'm am i back I just got a notification that my internet is unstable. Mostly back. Yeah. I'm unstable. <laughs> Don't call me unstable. I think we're losing you. Oh, that kind of sucks. I wonder if the uh I wonder how the recording is gonna go. Because it looks good for me. Everything's fine on my end. This has happened before. Yeah. No, oh, looks like shit on my end. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess, when the recording comes out. <laughs> but uh, we will. on that note, seeing that we're almost at that time and the internet might just crap out, do you want to uh, wrap this bitch yeah, up? Yeah, we're, we're volatile. We're 
we're volatile right now. Yeah, we're very unstable. Um, yeah, mine's 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 fairly brief, um, but kind of crazy. So the good news is what the story I'm going to uh, explain does involve a survivor. So just before it starts to seem like whatever. Uh, guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. His mother uh, had tongue cancer. So they removed the portion of tongue that had cancer. So you're thinking can't speak, whatever. And they replaced it with part of the wrist. Now again, so I don't know I don't know the specifics. Again, I was from a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. Part of the wrist and allegedly part of the hamstring. Really? So call it like a matchbox is probably too big. Maybe maybe like a matchbook. Like um probably that size removed from the wrist and the same size removed from like the hamstring. Again, this is just how it was described to me. And they use that to replace the missing portion of tongue. And it, I don't know the quality of how well she can speak now. Yeah. Um, but she can speak. Wow. So again, it might not be perfect. She probably can't taste. I would assume she can't. Yeah, probably not. Or missing part of taste. Right, right. Um, but I mean, I guess alive and well, as far as I know. But uh, anyway, so it's not to be like, wow, what a th- I'm just talking about like, how fucking crazy is that? Yeah, that's kind of fucking nuts. That we're 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 replacing tongue with wrist and hamstring. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a better way. <laughs> like, there's got to be a better alternative. How the fuck are they gonna find out? How the fuck? How the fuck would you? Okay, 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 Mel. Okay, okay, Mel. Mel. Okay. How the fuck <laughs> would you replace a tongue? I don't know. Use a fucking pig tongue or a cadaver tongue, like an actual tongue. That shit ain't gonna work. I mean, we tongue transplants. Yeah, we've done. What kind of shit is that? We've done every other fucking transplant. There's someone that's all that lived for like six years with uh, pig kidneys. They took the kidneys out of a pig and they put them in a human. Yeah, that's an organ. This is a this is a tongue. Yeah, the tongue is just a muscle. It's a tongue. It's a yeah. It's a muscle. This is fucking crazy. You take like I, I don't like the wrist is what's weird to me, right? Like the hamstring, whatever. Because well, it could be tendon. The yeah, okay, that 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 could make sense. I don't know why, because because so like what is it? The reticulum. Though, it's like the something. The something reticulum goes around the wrist. Reticulum. Yeah, no, that's within the cell. <laughs> uh, biology guy, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but carpal, maybe carpal it's the silver reticulum. skin of a human. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, well, like the hamstring, yeah, they all they always take bits of the hamstring for shit, right? Like if they're gonna ACLs. replace like a ACL or patella tendon patella or something tendon. like that, they always pull from the hamstring. But the wrist is kind of weird. We have to me. three of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because like you're not gonna like there's no there's not a lot of meat in the fucking wrist, so you're get, definitely getting no. connective tissue. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know the exact parts. 
So I guess I want to take a uh, loser lap for a second because we just absolutely shit on the doctors. The one that figured out how you can take part of wrist and part of hamstring and make a tongue. Credit to you, man. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Who was sitting there being like, oh, we need a we need a fucking way to come up with an artificial tongue. And someone was like, oh, I know. I got it. We'll use this part of the wrist and we'll just take a fucking piece of the hamstring and it'll work. And then everyone in the room was like, by God, I think it will work. And what then they the, just start doing it. What was the thing I sent you guys? Oh, shit. It was like, is everything OK at home? <laughs> like the first, the first guy. Oh, who's the, <laughs> the first person to make glue? <laughs> hey, man! If we melt this horse, we can probably stick stuff together. <laughs> it's like, dude, is everything okay at home? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, someone has to come up with this shit someone does have to come up with this shit and it's so fucking random but i guess <laughs> i guess if you're like in cancer research or whatever i guess you're allowed to come up with some more fucked up things because it's like hey man like tongue cancer is this crazy shit it's like all right what are our options it's like all right well the person dies that's one option like oh that's not ideal or we can cut out their tongue and they can't eat, speak, breathe normally. And it's like, well, I think they'd rather be dead at that <laughs> point. I think I would be. Yeah, yeah. And then someone's sitting there like half asleep and is like, <clears throat> what if we take from the wrist and the hamstring? And it's like, <laughs> well, you really think that'll work? I do. It's like. <laughs> All right, let's get some fucking cadavers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they come up with it. Yeah. Because then, like, I don't know. You could get real weird. Like, because you have to control your tongue, right? Like, there's nerves and neurons that go through your tongue. Like, do you have to reconnect Those neurons? are a thousand... I so in my in my non-medical medical opinion, those are a thousand percent dead. Yeah. So like <laughs> so like, now I've never no, so I didn't tongue? I didn't meet the woman. Yeah. So I mean I'm I sure she know, doesn't speak. I don't know perfectly. how impaired right. her her speaking is. Right. I'm guessing it's not normal. Yeah, I would imagine it's probably not normal, yeah. Now, I could also be like one of those things too, like maybe most of it's good and there's just certain things that are just, yeah, I'm just not going to say that anymore. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You just start describing I'm not, I'm not saying else. The letter saying L. The word. Yeah. Letter L is out of my alphabet. <laughs> you're, you mean your alphabet? <laughs> I was going to say, no, just the series of letters I'm not going to say. <laughs> that was in the letter. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Mm. But doctors are still dumb. Most doctors are dumb. Right? There's a few that are I mean, we've talked about that before on the show, right? Like the the specialists are like actually most impressive. of the time they're most of the time they're fine. Like if someone's like a fucking open heart surgeon or like a legitimate brain surgeon. Like that's impressive. Yeah. They're right? good. Like if you're but a general can, practitioner, even, I'm not impressed. I'm and then even, I don't give even, a shit. Like, 
even yeah you need to have a real like what do you do oh, like i in, practice family health <laughs> yeah because even like orthopedics they suck too yeah yeah like sure you're you're a family practitioner yeah okay you're better than the average person i guess but like i'm not impressed right? like i'm impressed with the brain surgeon like i'm impressed with the stephen strange guy right like that like that type of guy or even like an er doctor or an er nurse like that's i'm impressed right like especially if you're in kind of a fucked up area and you have no idea what the fuck's going to happen and you know three nights in a row you get people coming in with fucking multiple gunshot wounds and someone's got a fucking hamster stuck in their ass and then someone like shot a fucking nail through their forehead but they're still alive it's like you see some weird fucking shit in the er um so you got my respect there if you work in the ER. But yeah, I mean, like I said before, we've talked about it. If your general practitioner is trying to give you like nutrition advice, just fucking say yes and yeah, forget just... everything that they said. <laughs> just because they're a doctor doesn't mean that they have no, all I the don't answers. Know what they're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, modern medicine, huh? So, uh, so my final thought is, um, there's a show, there's a new show on Disney plus, uh, and it's goosebumps. So if you're like me, right. And I don't know you personally, you, if you enjoyed, uh, the goosebumps books when we were younger, I had them I, when I was a kid, but I did, I, I thoroughly I enjoyed them. Though that and Animorphs. Yeah, I never really got into Animorphs. I don't um, think I actually read most of these books. I think I just had them. <laughs> but I actually did read most of the Goose, Goosebumps books. Um, there was a TV series, I think, in the late 90s. I had a couple VHSs. Yeah, 1995. Yeah. So there it was. So there was there was an original um TV series that I used to watch too. It ran from 95 to 98. Um like I said, I read most of the books. I didn't read all of them. But then there's also some goofy shit too. Because there was like the original like 25 books or whatever that came out and then there was like they did like a millennium thing for like 2000 like it was called goosebumps 2000 i think something like that i don't know whatever i've i was a big goosebumps fan as a kid basically what i'm trying to get at and there's been multiple different iterations of this right like i said i i thoroughly enjoyed the books when i was a kid um i liked the tv show that came out in the 90s um there were movies that were created in, I don't know, God, at this point, it might be like seven or eight years ago. Um, but I feel like they came out around like 2016, 2017 with Jack Black as R.L. Stein. Um, those were fine, right? Like they had elements of like the books and stuff, but it was it was weird to me that everything was like combined into a movie. Because in my brain, they're all individual stories, right? Like they're all different books and like 
I don't know. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was fine. Like, I, I don't, I don't hate the movies. I think that I enjoy them. Like when they're on TV, I'll watch them. Um, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, let's watch goosebumps. Like whatever it's on. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, but this new series is out on Disney plus and it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Um, it's kind of along the lines of the Jack Black movies, not where like, so that's the thing. The Jack Black movies are kind of like campy, right? Cause it's also Jack Black. Um, this is like mildly scary but like not like oh my god i don't i can't watch this like i need to watch family guy before i go to bed it's scary <laughs> that's another shout out to derek uh, <laughs> so we used to do uh whenever we watch a scary movie we're like fuck you want to stay up and watch family guy yeah <laughs> um so it's not like that scary but it's also not campy um but it's it's similar in the way that it's an actual like series, right? Like, I I don't know. They're call it like ten episodes, right? There's there's only like six or seven that are out now. Um, but of all the ten episodes, they like all go into each other, right? So it, it wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like the TV show when we were kids, that you know every episode was the a uh, a book, right? Like one of the books in the series. Um, but they do a pretty good job of like having the elements from each book in the series. And it's pretty solid. Um, like I said, it's not done yet. I think, I think so the episodes come out on Fridays and I think this Friday, which would be tomorrow after this goes live, um, I think would be episode seven. So after this week, I think there's three weeks left. Like there's three episodes left. Um, but yeah, like I said, so far, so good. I enjoy it. I think it's pretty solid. It's on Disney plus. Um, so if you're, uh, if you're looking for a show to watch, I would check it out. I know you personally like to wait until a show is like done so you can watch them all at once. Yeah. I might, I might even watch Loki come November. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other one that's on Disney plus too, that, that comes out, uh, I think every Thursday that we're watching right now. I think we're only two episodes in there. It is funny. Like the way things work now where you get kind of disappointed when you have to wait a week, like you get pissed off. Like, I don't want to fucking wait a week to watch this. I want to sit down and watch all the episodes at once. Yeah, man. I, well, I just like, this is the problem. I just forget what the fuck is going on. And especially yeah. like with with Loki season one, because most of the other shows were fine. Loki season one, I could not remember what the fuck was happening. Yeah, we went back and rewatched season one. I had to rewatch season it. two came out. Yeah, we I mean, obviously, we have a lot of free time. We watch a lot of fucking shows. <laughs> but. Yeah, season one was good. Season two is good so far. I said, I think there's only two episodes. I think this week is the third week. Yep, see you in November. Yeah. (laughs) So Yeah, because it should be this week, next week. Two more weeks after that. Yeah, so Thanksgiving. I'll watch it around Thanksgiving. 
And then if you don't want to, if you can't wait and you're looking for something else to watch, Goosebumps will be done before Loki is done. So then you can watch Goosebumps. And it's it's one of those two where you don't need to have read the books to enjoy it. Um, but if you have, is the ventriloquist in there? Yes, he's I like didn't... the he's like the 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 big bad from Goosebumps, right? Like he's the fucking Bowser. He's the fucking didn't like him. Um, the Thanos, right? Like Slappy is like the 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 villain that everyone equates with goosebumps so yeah but all the books were different right yes it's the one with the mask yeah the haunted mask. mask yep um yeah all i remember all of them the haunted masks don't go down in the basement it came from beneath the sink the abominable snowman of pasadena um there will be blood. I think there will be blood. There's actually three of them. Uh, no, Monster Blood. There will be blood as a movie. Oh, I think see, that's... isn't that a Rambo movie? Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> a Rambo something. movie. Um, oh no, Rambo's First Blood, and I don't even. Yeah, know. yeah. Monster Blood is is there's a Monster Blood one, two, and three. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy has a one and a two. Telling you, man, I was. Wait, I, is I, that? I, I like so. The that's books. the ventriloquist thing that I'm. Yes, thinking Night of the Living Dummy is Slappy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Slippy, Slappy, Sammy, <laughs> Swami, Samsonite. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I said, you don't you don't have to have have read the books, um, in order to enjoy the show. It's just like I think it's an objectively good show. But if you have read them, you get like the. I don't want to call them Easter eggs because they're not hidden, but you get the references. That's the word I was looking for to certain things. So. All right. Well, that uh, that's going to do it for us here. So thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, Uh, don't forget to subscribe, hit the button up top and then hit the thumbs up down below. Uh, Help us spread the word and tell everybody, you know, about the show. Uh, If you are listening on audio version only uh you can still subscribe to whatever you know media that you're using uh whether it's google play spotify itunes whatever else is out there rune is that a thing i don't know uh stitch box a cast box i don't know all of them just subscribe uh if you use spotify or itunes though you can go and leave us five stars and a review uh so that would be super appreciated go do that help us out uh, and other than that, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, Twitter on sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook is sarcasm speaks, uh, website sarcasm speaks.com. You go to the merch store, buy some merch, uh, while you're buying shit, you can go to mybookie.com, uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod to double your first deposit over there up to a thousand dollars. And also we have noon brew. Uh, again, I was drinking it earlier. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, use it all the time. It's a great uh, sleep tea. Helps you better sleep, longer sleep, whatever you need. Uh, increase your sleep. It's great. Um, go to noonbrew.com. Use the promo code in the show notes, and you will get 10% off your order. 
And then lastly, we have the ice pod. Uh, you go to the, uh, the podcompany.com. Uh, again, use the promo code below and you will get $10 off plus free shipping over there. So <clears throat> that covers it. So until next time, good night, everybody.